You're listening to the Carry On Friends podcast, episode 41. Welcome to the Carry On Friends podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community. With your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hey everyone, this is Carrie Ann, and welcome to episode 41 of the Carry On Friends podcast. Today's episode is a little different, it's new for me, and this episode is Your Questions Answered. Um, I'm going to try it out. I asked a couple people who I know listen to the podcast and reach out to them and asked them if they had any questions they wanted to ask me on the show and I would try to answer their questions. So I'm glad that I got a couple responses. And um, if it goes well, tell me if it goes well, um, I will continue doing this. But before we get into the episode, please remember to share the love on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. I'm not sure which platform you're listening on, but we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, and of course, you can listen to the episode on the blog. On social media, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Carry On Friends. Okay, so now that we've gotten all of that out the way, I wanted to share why I'm doing this episode. It's the summer, people are still kind of hanging out. I think this is a great format to engage, submit questions, and um, give them my answers on the particular questions that they have. The questions were either career-based, entrepreneurship-based, or culture-based because Carry On Friends is where career, entrepreneurship, and Caribbean culture intersect. So I'm very excited and I'm looking forward to answering these questions as best as I can. So my first question is a career-based question. At what point would you feel comfortable quitting your job to follow your passion full-time? Is there an age limit on that? So the easiest part of this question is no, there's no age limit. The harder part of this question question is um, only the person making the decision about quitting their job knows what that comfort level is. And that varies for different people. It's really an individual question and there's really no right or wrong answer. If if you're going to quit your job full time, you have to be strategic and classy about it, right? So strategic is because it at the end of the day, quitting your job comes down to can I afford it? That's the first reality. The first thing I think about, can I afford to quit my job full time to do my passion? And it's a question because you lose the predictability of a salary. You deal with insurance. And if you have a family, if you have kids, husband, those things come into play. And that's a decision where you have to sit down with you know, family, and you have to figure out your responsibilities and how, you know, you're going to be able to meet those when you don't have that consistent revenue coming in. Um, Do you have a certain amount of money set to the side that you can maybe use as a cushion while you build your business? Questions I would have is, do you absolutely need to quit the job right now? Where are you in the process? Are you, you know, have you already started this passion as a side hustle? Have you gotten so much traction that at this point, you know, you have so much business that you can 
stop your job full time and do the side hustle because it's growing into a full time business. And I've I know of people who've quit their job to do their passion and the side hustle and make it a full time business. And it's challenging, but they have done it because they've gotten to a point where, okay, my business is here in order for me to take it to the next level. I have to give up on my full time job. And so that's a decision that the person who's making the decision can best answer. Um, I say classy because if you are going to quit your job and sometimes I feel like I'm saying this and it's a given, but it's not um, classy is because you don't want to burn your bridges you know, when you're quitting a job, you always want to leave on the best of terms. You keep it above board because you never know if you're going to need a reference or a referral or something. So I would keep it classy that way. So I hope that answers that question. One more thing. Um, in the, in terms of being strategic, you want to lay out like a three month, six month, one year kind of plan because I also know of people who quit their job to follow a passion and you know what, it's not working out. And so they want to go back full time. So, you know, having a plan to help you through this transition, because it's going to be a transition um, for some people who are very lucky, they are up and running and things are going very quickly. And some people, it may not work, you know, in the Caribbean. And I say all the time, you know, to my kids, puss and dog don't have the same luck. Not because something works well for one person. It's going to mean it, it's going to work the same way for you. And not because it went badly for someone else mean it means it's going to go badly for you. So it's really, really um looking at it from a holistic view, a personal and a business standpoint and seeing whether this is something you're truly comfortable with. And then again, there's this thing about getting out your comfort zone, but really it's an individual decision and those who will be immediately impacted by the decision that they're making, which is, you know, a spouse, a partner, you know, children, etc. All right. All right, so on to the entrepreneur questions, and I have a couple of them. So I'm just only going to pick about mm, two of them because I really don't want to keep this episode long and maybe hold those off for another episode um, because I still have a culture question and I want to end it on a really fun note. So for um, entrepreneur um, question, the first one I have is how important is strategy when starting or running your own business? Some folks say, forget strategy. I just want to execute. What do you say to them? All right. So to, to that person, I'm like, that's like jumping in a car without a map or any, you know, and just say, yo, let's drive. Um, a strategy is really important. It's like, it's a compass and you need that. And my personality is such where, you know, I'm, you know, in, in some aspects where it counts, I'm going to be methodical or it's going to be about the structure because I know that without the structure, you know, you can be floundering, right? You, you don't know what you're doing because you're just winging it and winging it when it comes to business, you don't may work in some points, but it, you know, for, in terms of longevity, it doesn't. So you need a plan you need to have some kind of structure to make sure you're maximizing your efforts. And, and then the other part of that, it needs to be iterative. You need to, to review it. 
And when I talk about plan, you know, I, I get it. Not everybody's into business plan, but you need to write something down. And it's it could be really simple. Um, I do a little thing in Excel or I do a little thing in Word, whichever one can work for you. I do I use both depending on what my mood feel like. But, you know, you could say three months. This is the strategy. Or it could just be one strategy. Um, for example, um, at the top of this year, I said this is going to be a bustle year for me. And I kind of, I laid out the strategy for this year in terms of my, myself, the podcast, the brand, and some things are, require a lot of intention and effort. And then, you know, those are seeds that you're planting and other seeds kind of sprout up along the way or opportunities along the way, because you've set a goal and intention. And it's, it's really amazing what happens when you set a plan and you are working towards it and things happen. If you're just kind of winging it all the time, it's, it's, it's much more difficult to even measure success because you didn't create like a benchmark at the beginning. You didn't say, oh, I wanted to do this by a certain amount of time. So a strategy is also helpful to for you to, to help you evaluate where you are and what else you have to do. And um, I get it. Some people, they aren't into strategy and I'm that strategy person. This is part of the reason why I'm starting the CNE Advisory Connect because I get a lot of these questions in terms of creating a strategy. When you're in a situation, it's very hard to create a strategy because you're you you really can't step outside it to see. And um, having an accountability partner, a buddy, or a mastermind group, sometimes those help, um, especially if planning and creating strategy is not a strength for you. You're just the, the one that goes out and implements and execute things. So balancing that out is very important. So yes, strategy is important um, because for you to execute, you need to know what the end result should be. And you need a strategy to help you move towards that end result of whatever it is. All right. The next question is, at what point in your entrepreneurship journey do you outsource work? Benefits versus cost. Hmm. Now, I can totally, totally relate to this because most of us, when you start up, you don't have no money. I'm barely making money, much less to put money out of my pocket to pay somebody. And um, so, you know, maybe for the first couple months, maybe a couple years, you can do it yourself. But at some point you are growing and there's a lot to do. So the first question is, is this the best use of my time right now? And I had to go through that last year. Am I the only person that could do it? Can I do it? Absolutely, I can do it. Do I need to do it right now? Or am I the best person to do it? And is my time best spent doing something that no one else can do? But there are other things that I can outsource that will free me up time because the cost and the benefit. Yes, I just paid somebody on five or $10 to do something. But at the same time, I'm able to have a continuation and maintain traction and some kind of activity. The other thing is business development, right? You think of if I if I invest in this person to help me do this, it frees up more time for me to go out and do revenue generating activities. And that is really the key. You look at the systems you have in place, you look at the things that absolutely need you to do, things that you can automate and things that you need to get someone else to help you to do. And the cost is you're going to have to invest some money in order to create opportunities for you to make more money. You have to invest in it first before you can see the benefits of it. 
Outsourcing work is really about, will this free me up to do an activity that helps me generate revenue for my business? And if it's a yes, then it's just something that you say, well, if I'm paying $10 or $75 to somebody for doing this project, then I need to make sure that whatever revenue that I'm generating, I'm getting $100 or something. So you can say, all right, you either you want to break even, so at $75 or higher, so you can break even with the cost of paying outsourcing someone and you know or you could get a little extra that is that is how i view that so i hope that answered that question all right so like i said before i have two other questions and these questions they have like some part b's to it and i think it'll take a little bit more time to answer these questions but i promise i will get to it um in another week or some and maybe get more questions in the meantime um, for, so for the culture questions, um, I'll just end with this one. Um, is there anything you miss from home that you're unable that you're unable to get in America? So if you're for, if this is the first time you're listening, um, I was born in Jamaica. I've lived here for a very long time, over 20 years, but I went to high school in Jamaica as well. And I miss a lot of things about home. I think the thing I miss a lot is just surrounded with food. There is something absolutely different about when you go there and eat the food. It does not matter what it is. Even certain franchises, I would not call their names. But um, it's just the way the food tastes. It's so different. And um, I, I miss that. I miss food. Whenever I go to Jamaica, it's always about... I want to go here to eat. I want to go there to eat. I want to go here to eat. I, I always come back with some, not some weight, a lot of weight on. Um, it, the other thing I miss is just the beach. You know, you I, I took for granted. I, I come from Montego Bay, so I'm, I'm very close to the beach. Um, I pass it on the way every day back and forth because, you know, I live, you know, close to the water and my dad and his side of the family, they literally live by the seaside. And I just miss going to the beach. You take it for granted. And, you know, when I moved up here and every summer, you know, well, every time we went back to Jamaica because, you know, you go back, you know, summer, Christmas, whatever. When I was younger, I didn't spend as much time at the beach, but as I got older Whenever I go to Jamaica, I'm like, my office is on the beach. You want to see me? Come link me. I no longer went to go visit auntie, uncle, cousin, this. I just stayed on the beach all day. And that's, I told people, if you want to see me, this is where I am. Come check me. So I, I definitely miss that. And um, the vibes, you know, when you're around family and you're going back home, it's just like this energy of fun and joke. And I still have that here when my family comes over, we run joke. And in Jamaica, we say we run beer gimmicks, which is just making fun of someone, um, you know, in, in the family setting. And when it's in Jamaica, it's just a different energy. It's just this different vibes, you know, sitting on the veranda, the breeze blowing or, you know, just cooling wherever we're chilling out. So I really miss that. The food, the beach, and the, the vibe. So um, that's really what I miss. So um, that is it for this episode. I really enjoyed answering these questions. And um, if you have any questions you'd like me to answer on the podcast, you know, you can always send an email, hello at Carry On Friends. Um, or you could tweet us at Carry On Friends and leave, leave something on Facebook. I definitely love to hear from you. 
So on that note, this ends Your Question Answered, Volume 1. And until next time, walk good. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean-American experience produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends. <laughs>